Welcome back to the Red Dice Diaries, I'm John, your host, and today I'm going to be discussing my somewhat mixed feelings about usage dice in RPGs. So before we start, let me just say that I do not absolutely hate usage dice by any means whatsoever. I've played in games that use them, pardon the um, pun, and I've quite enjoyed them. However, I'm also not an unashamed fan of them. I suppose my feelings are a little bit conflicted about them. So I thought what I'd do is I'll do a quick explanation of what usage dice are for those who aren't familiar with them. Then I'm going to highlight what I think to be a couple of potential pitfalls or sort of doubts I have about them. And then I'll follow up and round off the episode with a few points talking about why I think they can be useful and what I think they're good for. So first of all, what are usage dice? Well, I first encountered a usage dice in the game, The Black Hack. Now, I'm sure they've been used in other games as well, but this is just where I first came across it. And the latest edition of Black Hack, under the limited resources and the usage dice section, defines them thus. When an item described has UD and then a number after its name, it's considered to be a consumable limited item. The UD stands for usage dice the number indicating the size die it is. For example, oil UD6 has a usage dice of 1D6. When that item is used, its usage dice should be rolled. If the result is 1 or 2, then the usage dice is downgraded to the next smallest die in the following chain. And the chain goes D20, D12, D10, D8, D6 and D4. When you roll a 1 to 2 on a D4, the lowest die in the chain, the item is expended and the character has no more of it left. And it says here as a little addendum, when tracking the usage dice for ammunition, such as arrows and bullets, you should roll the usage dice after the combat is resolved. Okay, so a few bad points or a few points that at least concern me. First of all, do we really need usage dice at all? I mean, is tracking the number of arrows you fired or marking a turn off your torch every turn really so difficult? I know, for instance, when my character is take, carrying a torch in a D&D game, I just have a piece of scrap paper next to me and I put a little mark on it, a little tally mark, whenever a turn passes. Once it gets to the requisite number of turns, I let the GM know my torch has gone out or that I'm lighting another, whichever is applicable. My second point is that although the usage dice create an interesting element of uncertainty, they also make it more difficult for a player to plan things out in advance. So, for instance, if I go into combat with 10 arrows, then I know, extenuating circumstances aside, that normally I've got 10 shots before I'm out of arrows, and I either have to get some more, or I have to seek an alternate course of action. With the usage dice, 
I'm not going to run out mid-combat, since, as we said earlier, you don't roll them until after an encounter. But over the course of multiple encounters, let's say we're in a long dungeon or a long wilderness trek or something like that, I might find myself running really low on arrows over a fairly short period of time, just if I just get unlucky on the usage dice and I get a run of ones or twos. Now, of course, you can always buy more bundles of arrows, but it's more difficult to know how many you're likely to need because of that element of uncertainty that the usage dice bring to the game. And to be honest, whether you think the, the fact that you roll the usage dice after a combat has been resolved during an encounter, it, whether you think that's a good thing or not, is pretty much down to your personal taste because i can see some good sides to it you know you haven't got to worry about running out of ammunition mid encounter but in a way you could also depending on your viewpoint see that as a bad side because obviously a large part of certainly the osr games is basically resource allocation you know have you got enough rations to make it to the next town have you got enough arrows to see you through the combat have you got enough torches to explore the dungeon and stuff like that so in a way sort of tracking your arrows and as they start sort of running down a little bit, you know, a few beads of sweat start running down your character's forehead as you're like, oh, you know, we need to wrap this up faster. I've only got like 10 arrows left in my quiver or whatever. That can be an interesting and compelling part of the game, which might spur the player on to try and not use their arrows all the time. Maybe they need to save them for a little bit later on. They know they're not going to be getting to a settlement until after they've dealt with this big dungeon. So maybe they're trying to keep a couple back. Maybe not sort of having a certain amount of torches will influence the, the path that you take through the perilous dungeon in front of you. But all of that resource allocation can factor in. It can increase tension, depending on how it's played, and it can also take the game in unexpected directions. Now, how much you lean into that resource allocation aspect of OSR is obviously down to individual groups but as i say it can provide a motivating factor and it can sort of be an inbuilt timer that increases tension in a game whereas with the usage dice you know during that encounter you're not going to run out of ammo during it but you might do afterwards depending on the random look of the dice also, certainly in the version of the Black Hack I'm looking at, the latest version, it doesn't really make it clear whether after the combat you just roll the usage dice once for the whole combat, see if you've like run out of a load of arrows, or do you roll it for every arrow you've fired, which would have a potentially a very different effect depending on which of those methods you took. And I know the GM and the, the table are free to reach whatever decision they want, but it would have been nice to have a little bit of clarification in there. And I expect every table sort of does it their own way. Okay, so now I'm going to point out a few positive aspects of usage dice that I've experienced in games. And obviously the first one is that having the usage dice is a very simple method of tracking things. As I said earlier, personally, I don't think it's a really big deal to be like marking down the turns your torch has got left on a bit of scrap paper or whatever, but it is an extra little task that you need to do 
during the game. Whereas with the usage of dice, you just have to roll a dice every now and again. And pretty much, unless you roll a one or a two on the dice, you can ignore the result. So it makes it a little bit more streamlined in that way. Also, let's face it, rolling dice is a fun part of the hobby. You only need to look at the vast armada of dice that any good role player worth their salt has in tubs, containers and tins dotted around their house, how much money people spend on dice towers and stuff like that to know that gamers love dice. So if you like rolling mo dice the better, then usage dice might be for you because it does mean that you're doing more rolling. And it's more of a it's more of an active sort of part of the scene. So instead of just passively sort of ticking off boxes to note when you're spending your arrows or your torches running down you're actually getting to pick up a dice and roll a dice and that can also i know sort of ironically i know earlier i was saying that the ammunition limits can build up the suspense but also in their own way the usage dice can also add a little bit of suspense to a game I mean, as I talked about earlier, you know, if you're if you've got multiple encounters before you can get back to safety and buy extra supplies, then if you find yourself going on and you get a run of bad luck and you may be down to like usage dice D4 on your torch and you're in the middle of some underdark, terrible dungeon, then every roll you have to make on that dice, you'll be praying to yourself under your breath, please don't let it come up one or two. Please don't let it come up one or two. And that can be really suspenseful. And obviously, yeah, as I said earlier, you can buy additional supplies and stuff like that. So you might just feel like, oh, well, I've got another stack of torches with usage dice, whatever. Great, let's get on with them. But if your resources do run down with a run of bad luck, it could add a little sort of extra suspense and it does have that random element of the dice being rolled. Another positive point of usage dice is that they sort of simulate, without really trying to, a few of the elements that are often brought up in D&D games. So D&D GMs out there, how many times have you heard this after a combat where there's been a lot of missile fire? One of the players will say, oh, is there any chance I can like pick up and recover my arrows? And then normally you come up with some like random percentage chance of like how many arrows they can recover. I mean, for myself, I just go, oh yeah, how many arrows have you got? Oh, there's a 50% chance each arrow survived. Roll a handful of D6s. Right, for everyone that's a 4, 5, or 6, you get an arrow back. The others are broken. Whereas with the usage dice, it sort of already models that. Because if you're just rolling the usage dice once after the the combat is finished and you don't get a one or a two so your usage dice stays constant you could take that to mean depending on how your group sees it that oh you've managed to collect the vast majority of your arrows enough to keep yourself going and you're absolutely grand whereas if you roll a one or a two you could frame it that oh yeah most of your arrows got broken you've only been able to recover a few of them and that's why your overall usage dice has gone down and that's without having to do any extra paperwork or anything like that, you've sort of simulated all that just with a few dice rolls that you make at the end of an encounter. So where do I sit at the end of the day when it comes to usage dice? I think they do have some circumstances where they can be really useful. So yeah, for modeling torches, etc., 
if you're in like a, a windy dungeon or a windy wilderness or whatever, somewhere where like the flames guttering and threatening to go out, and it's down to like the random vagaries of fate and wind direction and stuff like that, the uncertainty that the usage dice can bring to the game could be really handy for modeling that without you having to introduce a load of extra rules and stuff like that. However, I do also kind of like the resource allocation element of OSR games, you know, like ticking off your arrows, marking down all the turns on a torch. So I'm not sure if I'd want to entirely lean into using them for every situation. I suppose for me, when I choose to use them would be if there's an element of uncertainty or I think that not knowing exactly how many resources you've got yet left would add an element of drama to the game, then I'd probably go for a usage dice. However, when I want to lean into that resource allocation a little bit more, I want the characters to be tracking stuff and the players to be keeping track of what's going on, then I'd probably stick with the sort of tried and tested method of just like noting down when you've used up or tracking your arrows and that tends to be the way i sort of go instinctively because in the sort of old school games i run that tends to be like the default assumption however as i've said i've played in a number of black hat games where usage dice have come into play and i've not found them objectionable i've actually found they can add a lot to the game at certain points but i think Black Hack has a very sort of, uh, I suppose, looser feel to it, where it's sort of like it's D&D, but it's got a few more of those like new school, for want of a better term, elements in it. So I think it works in Black Hack. I'm not sure I'd bring it into my other games, though. But there we go. There's a few positive and negative points, as far as I'm concerned, about usage dice. Have you used them in your games? If you have, did you like them? Did you not like them? Love them? Hate them? You're ambivalent towards them, whatever. If you want to get in touch and tell us how you find usage dice or maybe talk about anything else, you can leave us a voicemail message on SpeakPipe or Anchor. There's a link in the description down below. Or you can send us an email to rdrpgpodcast at gmail.com. Until we see you again, take care, stay safe, and whatever you're playing, have fun. <laughs>